Welcome back to the Wizards of Econ podcast. My name is Carlos, and I'm going to be your host for the show. Um, today is February 8th. I'm recording this as I just returned back home to Miami from hosting the Tampa Meetup Group. Got a whirlwind of meetup events since on my color cruise. So this is the longest I have ever gone without recording an episode. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited and glad to be back on the podcast horse, so to speak. The really briefly, and I'm going to touch on like all the pros and the cons of online seller cruise. But after a year and a half of planning for this last online seller cruise, 2024, I wound up not even being able to make the boat. I had a family emergency, just it feels surreal even saying it, but a family emergency just mere hours before the ship was to set sail and there was no way for me to get back on. Uh, I am super proud and blessed to say, you know, Alex and Fernando and the rest of the Wizards of Ecom crew, like really stood up and turned the event into not just an amazing event, but arguably one of the best online seller cruise events to date. Everyone felt super amazingly taken care of, the sponsors, the attendees, the speakers, everyone did. Just the, the, the feedback coming back is amazing. The, the positive vibes, the prayers, the well wishes, and everything from everyone that was sent my way to when they realized that uh, what had happened um, just... I just words can't describe how much that means to me. So thank you. I, I am uh, super happy to say that that situation resolved itself for the best and that everyone is in the best of, and my family is in the best of health and spirits right now. So I'm, I am super, super grateful for that. Now, a topic that I wanted to touch on is the, as you can see from the title of this episode, you know, sort of a, a private label versus courses. And I want to go somewhere with this that, uh, put myself out here on this, that it's something that I think uh, you should consider if you are thinking of beginning to sell online or towards the beginning of your journey and maybe if you're deciding if you sh- which one you should do. And, and, and maybe even if you are really adamant about selling on private label, I think this is going to be a very important episode that, that you should listen to. But if you've been a listener of this show for a while, you'll you'll remember a a brand which they asked me not to repeat their name, the brand name on the show, just out of a fear that you know competitors might attack their listing. But you, you recall that I mentioned a brand on the show. This is early 2020, where like May 2020, COVID and the explosion of sales. We, we all realized at that point that selling online was the place to be. Um, if you were in, in a pandemic and you had inventory. So one, this brand, they sold workout home equipment. So like if you were positioned to be an e-commerce seller in COVID, selling home workout equipment was the niche you wanted to be in because everybody wanted to uh, buy stuff to be able to work out at home and vent and stay in shape. They couldn't go to the gyms. So super important. So these people like blew out of their inventory. And this particular brand was an eight-figure brand. They blew out of their inventory and... They, they had hired me for some consulting and I was really shocked at they were not on a high. Like, again, you don't want to celebrate that a pandemic is happening and people are dying. Uh, please understand where I'm coming from there. But instead of being on a high, they just sold out all of their inventory ahead of schedule. And yes, they were out of stock. Um, that they were in the position they were in COVID. They were crushed because they you know, the reordering was going to be an issue. They had no other revenues coming in, they had employees they needed to pay. 
So they had this money, but it was not going to last. And I just asked them about their email list. I asked them about, you know, well, what else? Where are your other revenue streams? And this business had none. That was it. It was these dumbbells, and, and that's all they had. And I remember thinking, like, that is insane to have a million-dollar, multi-million-dollar brand, and you're one email away that you can't send stuff to FBA or you're out of stock and the entire spigot of your revenue and, and profits are off. And it, it, it made me really think about the Wizards of e-commerce meetup community. And I was like, how many other people are in that position? Like how often have I been in that position over the years? And it, it really was, that's where this episode sort of started. And I started floating some ideas out there to everybody. And I was like, why, you know, imagine if this brand had a, $4 a month, like something stupid small, like a $4 a month subscription to where you could take a virtual Pilates class or like dumbbells for dummies. You know what I mean? Like if they had some other kind of digital product or course, their entire business would have changed. You know, it, it, it would arguably been on a much better foot than it was before. And unfortunately the, the story didn't end well for this brand. They, uh, they decided they, they never opened up um, never ordered another shipment. And yeah, that's, that's just, a, I just don't want anybody to be in that position. So that, that, that seed has been slowly growing and I'm filing away little learnings I have over the years. And then I would say in 2022, I shared an episode where the, I was listening to a podcast, which I, I recommend everybody listening to called Shopify masters. And it's the official Shopify podcast. And every episode is, is just gold they have a brand owner on discussing how what's going on with their brand and it's not just like a shopify fest where they're saying all of my success is from shopify no these people mention like their amazon strategies their anti-amazon strategies uh multi-channel i mean omni-channel they, they, they talk about it all so it's, it's a great it's a great show i recommend uh adding it to your to your list of shows your podcast that you listen to but in this one episode there was a uh, these these cat lovers, and they were doing nearly seven figures in sales on their website, and they sold high-end, like, cat harnesses and cat collars and leashes, and I was like, I, it was unbelievable to me, because, like, my, the extent of my knowledge at that time of cat collars and cat leashes was, like, these 50-cent items you could, anybody could get on AliExpress and buy three units on, or they were reflective, like, cheapy stuff. So to, to, to hear this, I was just like, man, I want to know how they did this. And very, very straightforward. Like the way they do it is they acquire all of their customers profitably. They sell a digital course on how to walk your cat, how to harness your cat. They sell it. And which, again, was super shocking to me. I, I went and bought the course just because I had to see it. They sell this and then they sell their products to those people. So. They profitably, and you know, some people, you know, they hear about it and they recommend a friend and they go right to the website. But for the most part, they grow their business off of their private label product business off of selling courses and digital products. So seeing that, and I was like, okay, you know, to date, this has just been theory, but now seeing how this is actually be done, being done in practice, I started really keeping an eye out for this. And I'm like, okay, my next private label launch, this is how, this is what it's going to look like, but you know, in a different niche. Now, Finally, last meetup we had in Miami, 
uh, I'm talking with a few of the guys afterwards and somebody was like, you know, what, what is the sweet spot on Amazon right now? Since profits are being compressed with rising PPC costs, um, competition is, is, is at its fiercest. There was kind of this undertone of, is it too late to sell on Amazon? Like, should we be looking somewhere else? And, and the, abs- the answer is absolutely not. I think it's a better time than ever to be selling on Amazon. But if you're selling the way people told you to sell years ago, it is a recipe for failure. You're not going to make much money. The, the recommendations out there for product selection are just, just flat wrong. Um, in some cases, criminally wrong. But the, the, still, the question remained, like, what is the sweet spot on Amazon right now? So uh, I have three, and, and one of them is going to be the basis of the show. But w- one of them was, you know, anything in the, not anything, but a quality product in the 100 to $250 range sales price, so higher ticket items, that is still a fantastic sweet spot to sell on Amazon. Everybody I know that's selling in that range, no one is complaining complaining about the rising CPC costs. Well, the rising PPC costs, I'm sorry. Nobody's complaining about, you know, competitors, you know, a whole bunch of like Chinese resellers jumping on their listing. Uh, none of that black hat stuff happening to them. Like nobody's talking about that. The other sweet spot I feel is a very strong differentiation, like going really strong in, in how the product is set up, how the brand is set up, the positioning of the keywords, the making sure your main image is a scroll stopper and communicating that differentiation in an intelligent way. So doing that correctly, it allows you to sell your product for more. It puts you in a blue ocean to where you're not, you know, taking bits out of your competitors every day and everybody sort of loses and has this race to the bottom on price. Um, and, and just, it just puts you in a much better spot. So like if you're doing that, that's great. It obviously requires a lot more investment up front to do that. And then finally, one of the ones I'm, uh, and this is going to be the basis for the show, but w- one of the things that is, I think, really good is thinking back to that Shopify Masters podcast is rather than look at selling physical products online, or selling digital courses or digital products or courses online as two totally different things. I mean, the, com- the types of conferences that talk about this and teach this, they just attract two totally different things. It's, it's almost as divisive as Democrat and Republican. And I can tell you the majority of the time that I sold online, if, if you showed me somebody who sold courses, I'd say, well, that's a failed seller. Right? Like that was that, that mental block that I have or still have in a way. I was like, well, you show me somebody who's, who's making money off courses, that's, I'm showing you a failed seller who, who's, who's propping up their product with the sales of the course, or they, you know, they don't know what they're doing on the private label side, so they had to add a course. Again, I'm not saying that that's true, and maybe it applies just to some people, but that's what I would have said. And in reality, I think it's pretty genius. So one of the huge pros, and let me just touch on digital digital product, digital courses for anyone that doesn't know, anybody listening is that, that does not know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the same courses you would buy that teach you how to do something. Um, I mean, these could be downloadable templates even. So like if you're, if you're selling a journal, you know, because I, I do a lot of business journaling, but if you're selling a journal and, you're, and, and then you also have a digital product that is a template that people can download and start using, um, and they're paying for that. Like I see people out there paying, you know, 20, 30, $40 for uh, an Excel sheet template. But if, if somebody's paying you for this, then, then that, then that counts. And then you're upselling them or cross selling them or later on when they're on your email list. Now you're selling them the, the actual journal that you're selling on Amazon or the physical product, but you're selling a product that you've created digitally. Once it's teaching, it's solving a pain point of somebody. It does not have to be a huge pain point 
doesn't even have to be a business pain point, but you're solving that and they're paying you for it and they're giving you your email address so that you can deliver it. So that's what I'm talking here about, you know, digital courses and digital, digital downloads, digital products. So in my opinion, if done correctly and you're looking for a great sweet spot on Amazon, selling private label and selling online digital courses is not an either or thing. It's, it's an and thing. Like you, you should be doing both. Um, does this fit for every product? Absolutely not. I think you'd be hard pressed to come up with a digital product or something like that for selling garlic presses. But again, you're, uh, you know, most people I know are product agnostic. Like why not just add this into the filter? Like when you're choosing products, you're like, okay, it fits all my other criteria. Can I easily launch a complimentary course on this to build my list, to get my customers and not be a 100% slave to Amazon PPC and rapidly changing Amazon rule policies, or even on your own site, on your own Shopify site. So I think it should be an and thing. I think you should do both. So I, I, I started brainstorming some examples and, and one of them, a few of these actually, but this first one, I just randomly came up with in the meetup, like off the top of my head. So I tried to think of products that I was like, I would not sell this straight up based on what I know about the industry. So for me, that means they're very difficult or what I would call saturated products. However, if I added in a course, like it would change everything for me. So I, the first one's an ice cream scooper. So little scooper, this metal scooper you get with a little lever that helps you drop the ice cream. You scoop ice cream out of a, out of the container and you drop it in a bowl. So absolute bloodbath. If you just try to sell some me too product scooper, ice cream scooper that you get from, uh, from China. However, and I happen to know someone that creates a course on this, but if you have a course out there on how to make homemade ice cream and you're selling that, and this is something people would buy, uh, definitely buy. Um, if you have something, if you're creating a course on how to make homemade ice cream, well, every single person that buys that course, which you are profiting on, is also going to want your ice cream scooper. You could even have an upsell on the digital product side where how to make also make <laughs> homemade whipped cream. And Teachable had a great case study on this. Uh, another one would be microgreens. So you could have a course on how to get started with, you know, growing your own micro greens for your family. They're super expensive. How do you do it on a budget? I know some people that are selling online um, microgreens. Like they grow the microgreens themselves and then they list them on like Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that. And they'll sell you a tray of these microgreens. And this is their entire business and they're doing really well. Now imagine if you wanted to sell the accessories that go with microgreens. So if somebody wants, if somebody's into, you know, saving money and eating healthy and they want to grow their own microgreens, don't you think they're going to need something like pails and accessories and tabs and all this different stuff to actually trays to grow this stuff? Of course they are. Now they can't buy it if they don't know how to use it. Your course solves that. Finally, uh, men's grooming. So, uh, we immediately, when we were talking, we all talked, we thought about manscape, right? And, and this is a billion dollar company. So I'm not even talking about that. Like w what about if you created a course on, and, and there's actually courses out here, by the way, that sell what I'm about to say, and it's just grooming tips. So if you create a course on just grooming tips, no one's going to buy it. But if it's grooming tips for men, then, or grooming tips for the specific audience that you have in mind that fits your product, you're going to sell it you're going to be able to sell this to people. And if you have a product that helps people with their grooming, then you have a perfect fit. 
And here you are, whether you have physical inventory or not from China or from your factory, your business is making money. You're profitably acquiring leads to buy your physical product because they're buying your course and they're giving their email address and name and they're knowing, liking, and trust you based on the course. And you're ultimately growing your product and not being a 100% slave to Amazon PPC. I truly hope that this resonated. Um, this is a topic that I plan on pursuing a, a great deal more. I am, it's almost reinvigorating my excitement when it comes to private label to be able to do this and get the data from it. Um, it's also going to get me off of my, uh, get, get from uh, all the bad feelings I have towards, you know, people in the e-com space that create courses. And this is a, this is a happy medium that I feel like I could get behind and learn what at the end of the day is an extraordinarily profitable way to make money online, which, which is digital products. So I would love to know your thoughts on this. Do you think it's, do you think it's BS? Do you think it's great? Do you have examples you want to send my way and be like, Hey Carlos, what would you do with this one? I love that. Like that's the way my mind works. I'd love to just shoot some ideas your way. If you're doing something like this, please let me know. I, I might invite you on the podcast. Don't worry if, if that, if that brings fear to you coming on a show, I, you don't have to come on the show, but I might invite you on. Like, I really would love to see how this goes. Um, I will leave you with one more thing and I will share this, uh, the link to what I'm about to say, by the way, I'm going to share the link to the Shopify podcast that I mentioned, but I'm also going to share the link to this next thing that I'm going to say. And it's a, someone on YouTube, again, they just created content. Like they created, uh, content on cologne and perfumes. I, I've mentioned this before on the show. They, they would go out in public and they'd spray some cologne on somebody and they'd ask a man or a woman to smell it. Like, what do you think? Like, what does it make you feel? And they just did this. And it was, you know, for shits and giggles, they're having a great time with it. But this person on the back end shares on a podcast, again, the person was also on Shopify masters that there was always this idea of like a physical product. And now they are a nine figure brand that spends nothing on paid ads. When they want to sell products or boost products, they go to their email list and they go to their YouTube channel, their own content that they created. So they have digital products. They do all that, but they do not have to run a single dollar in paid ads. I don't know about you. I would love to have a seven or eight figure brand that did not have to spend anything on paid ads. So much love. Keep crushing it in your business. I'm super stoked to get this episode out to everybody and stay tuned for some more announcements regarding online seller crews and all the amazingness that happened on online seller crews.